Welcome to the Happiness Experience Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudal for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ittersom, and welcome to today's show. Now, today we're talking about step two planning your dream. And this is the second part of a series that we're doing. The first podcast in the series was Step 1, Seeing Your Dream. (laughs) That's right. If you can't see it, you can't believe it. And if you can't believe it, you can't do it. So today we're talking about planning your dream. And of course, that's going to entail discussing goals. Now, of course, this all is an outgrowth of our podcast two or three ago, where we did your own personal bucket list. And we encouraged our listeners to create a bucket list for themselves. Now, these are the big global highlight goals of your life or highlight experiences of your life. So, you know, kind of like the Hail Mary of visions (laughs) or dreams, if you will. And we did that one sort of getting people to think about that dream that you might want to do before you actually kick the bucket. Absolutely. And so we thought to distill those into doable dreams. That's where our step one came about. And now we're at step two, planning your dream. (laughs) Now, as I mentioned before, we are talking about goals here. The first thing I want to mention is that goals don't actually make you happy. Not by themselves, anyway. (laughs) But they do give you a direction to drive your happiness into. (laughs) And that's a great metaphor, Kira, because that's really a lot like what a goal is, is a map. You Mm -hmm. know, so it's like you go to AAA, you get all these maps, then you set out on your trip. Of course, nowadays, like with our new car, we don't have to do that anymore. We just punch the numbers into that little screen on our dashboard and that (laughs) GPS takes care of the rest. So wouldn't it be great? If we could punch that dream into that little dashboard screen of our head (laughs) and push the button and say, destination, go. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, all the steps would be done for us, including figuring out where the cops are hiding to give tickets and where the construction is. That'd be kind of (laughs) cool. Right. Well, you know, and you could sort of think about a goal as going on a road trip. It is sort of like that. You can go on a road trip that's really easy, or you can go on one that's really hard. And it depends on what your goal is and where you want to go. (laughs) (laughs) And it depends a lot on planning, which is why we're doing this podcast on planning. Exactly. If you just set out and you have got no plan, you might end up in California when you really meant to go to Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) So who knows? Now, maybe something's cool in California, and when you get there, you go, wow, I'm glad I made the wrong turn. But, you know, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's true. I mean, goals can be easy. They can be tough. They can be all kinds of things. But the one thing we do want to impress you with is that they should be fun and rewarding. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely rewarding. And the fun comes along the way. And sometimes the fun even comes from the planning But again, it's how you approach it, and it's the spin that you yourself put on it. If you make it drudgery, it's going to be drudgery, and even the achieving of them is going to be drudgery. And then, of course, you won't do the exercise. So the reason we're on setting goals this week is because we last week talked about seeing what it is that you want, 
Now we're going to talk about how to move that seeing part, that imagination, into reality. How to actually make it manifest. Right, right, right. And when you do see yourself achieving great goals, you realize and believe that you yourself can do great things. You're standing in front of the mirror and you're telling yourself, you could do great things. (laughs) But telling yourself won't get you there. No. Here's the difference between telling yourself that you're going to do something and actually doing it. And that is what Bill said. We have to have a map. And that means we need a written plan for achieving it, for completing it, complete with a timeline of how you're going to begin and step by step how you're going to get where you're going. And this is the place that hangs up so many people as you use that word timeline. And all of a sudden, then they're just petrified. They can't move a muscle. Timeline is really a very simple concept. As much as people grumble and as much as people hate it, it is a very important thing. I know Kira and I have had many goals that we have worked on with other people in particular, some with our spiritual group and some with a school millage group. And the timeline was dead set, like the millage group. The timeline was the election day, so (laughs) that wasn't being changed by anybody. And we were always able to work within that framework because we could back ourselves up and say, well, what has to be done by this date? What has to be done by that date? Just so that we could complete that goal. On the other hand, when you are creating something brand new and you're creating something solely for yourself, so you're the one in charge of it, it's so very hard to put that timeline together. So don't think I don't know that. And don't think I'm just flipping it off as if this is nothing. And I'm just going to say that word and you're going to do it. And <laughs> it, it is tough. If you're starting a new business, the last thing you want to do is have a timeline. But when somebody's going to invest in you or if they're going to come together, even in a volunteer way to help you, they want to know when is the timeline. They don't want to think that this is an open-ended, you know, like, oh, maybe I'll do this with you over the next two years. No, you know, I'll give you like so many hours over the next three weeks and let's do it. I think another thing that a written plan does for you, not only does it give you a map to follow, but it gets you prepared to begin following and to start following. And you have a place to begin You can then sort of feel inspired. It sort of activates that greatness within you that says you're beginning now and you begin to start recognizing all of the assistance that's coming your way and all the possibilities that maybe you would not consciously see these things when starting out if you didn't actually have your beginning point. Okay, you've made a decision. You've made a decision to start now. And you know, the universe will add help to you and to your plan. It's wanting you to succeed. So it'll help bring people who ordinarily wouldn't have crossed your path. And all of a sudden there they'll be to give you some amazing help. But if you haven't ever written anything down, universe has a really hard time fulfilling like nothing. And this is why goals that are not planned seldom are started or completed. It's just an idea at that point. It's not really a goal. And ideas are very powerful, but by themselves, they are a dime a dozen, as we have heard so many times. Mm -hmm. 
Well, a plan plus action sees quick results, and it does help you conquer your fear. A plan also keeps you on track. It keeps you moving towards what you want, which is accomplishing the dream. And we want to never forget that. The plan is a purpose to accomplishing the dream. I think another really great thing about having everything written down in a goal is, you know, goals don't always happen in a straight line. Sometimes you're moving along and things are going great and then you'll have a setback. If you didn't have these things written down, every little thing that happened that stopped you or that got in your way would indeed stop you because you'd forget where you were going. You'd backslide and you'd suddenly just sort of give up, I think. When you have it written down, you can see that, oh, I diverted here, but I know where I'm going. I can get back on track. I can get back onto my plan here and I'll find a way to make this work. Absolutely. And also remember, along with that, the plan can be changed. It's not something that is so sacred that you can't change a single word or you can't update it and make it better. That's part of what life does, and it's part of what the universe help will do is to help you make a better plan as you progress. The plan is something to get you started, and it is a directional path and a directional set of instructions, but it can change as you learn more things and as people come into your sphere that you didn't expect, and they're offering new ideas and new suggestions. Well, that's right, Bill. I think often what makes goals fun are all the really wonderful discoveries that you make along the way, all the new things that you learn as you're going along. Right, Kira. And with goals, you are not limited. Shoot for the stars. <laughs> that's <laughs> there's, right. <laughs> there's no money when you first start to goal. You can backtrack, you can move forward, so shoot for the stars. You really do have amazing assistance out there, so always be looking for the help that's coming your way and just believe in whatever it is you want to do. Just believe that it can happen, and you'll make it happen. You really will. Absolutely. Now, we need to take a break to thank one of our sponsors. When we get back, we're going to talk about the nitty-gritty of planning your dream. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And we're back. Now, last week we talked about envisioning your dream. So now you have a vision of the goals that you want to accomplish toward your dream. This week we want to make a plan to actually accomplish your goals. How are you going to accomplish this dream? Right, exactly. So we wanted to give you some concepts, some step-by-step information here to get you started toward actually writing down a plan, writing down a map. Well, the first thing I think I would do is use what we call backward planning. So that starts with your dream completed, which then becomes your goal completed because your goal is the plan that helps you complete that dream. As we have that full dream completed, we can begin to envision the steps that got us there. That's right. So that's why envisioning your dream was the number one step. Now you know what it looks like. 
that's the most important part. (laughs) (laughs) So how are you going to make it happen? (laughs) So start with what you know you want. And I have a little example here that I used to get you started. Suppose you want to bake a cake. Well, you can start a really with, beautiful cake now, <laughs> not just a plain old sheet cake. Come that's on. right, the best. <laughs> so think of the most wonderful cake that you can imagine and see it in your mind's eye. That's your goal. That's your dream. Now you have this beautiful cake just the way you want it, and you're ready to eat it. What happened just before you got this cake? Well, envision what happened before it became so beautiful. You had a couple slabs of cake with no icing on them. You had to beautify it, so you have some icing, and you had to get all this icing together, and the knife or spreader, whatever you're going to spread the icing on the cake with. Something to put that beautiful letters on there. (laughs) All the decorative items. Little curlicues on top, flowers maybe. Yeah, whatever you're going to do with it. And you have all of this assembled, and you're putting it, on the cake. That's the next step step backwards. So in our backward plan, what happened before that took place? Well, you had to pull it out of the oven and it was hot. (laughs) You you stuck those pans on the stove or someplace and you let the thing cool a bit. Then you went over and dumped it out. So step by step going backwards, what would be the next thing that you would do? You better heat the oven up or you're never going to bake them in the first place. That's true. (laughs) That's true. And, of course, before you can even put the batter in the pans, you're going to have to mix the batter up. So you're going to have to be mixing up the ingredients. You'll and have... so you got to get the flour out or maybe a pre-boxed cake mix or whatever. No, no pre-boxed cake oh, oh, mix. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad, my bad. We'll be in- assembling all the ingredients. So you'll be getting all the ingredients to make your cake, your eggs and your flour and your sugar and all the things that you want to put into it. And you'll also have to have all the bowls and the measuring utensils. Those will be essential when you're getting ready to put it all together. You'll have to be measuring everything very carefully. Before you put all those fancy ingredients in the bowl, Kira, where'd you get them at? Well, either you ordered them through the mail or the way I do it is I hoof myself over to the market and I buy the ingredients there. So that's a step ahead of getting it home and laying it out on your counter. Exactly. And somebody has to earn the money for those ingredients, too. So all of these things come into play. This is all part of making your plan. And if you leave out any of these steps, guess what? No beautiful cake at the end. (laughs) So your goal isn't complete. Now, there's nothing wrong with your goal. It's just not complete. And who would have thought that all these things, including somebody's got to earn the money to buy those ingredients or that special little tool that makes the flowers or the other little tool that writes the letters with the icing, who would have thought that that's all got to be part of your plan, part of your goal? (laughs) Right. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes people have in mind that the goal will just magically appear. And sometimes it does. You know, someone could knock on your front door and say, here. I found this cake and I just thought you, I thought of you and I thought you'd really like it. And that might be exactly how you would get it. And that can happen. But here's the great thing about a plan. Once you have a plan, the universe starts implementing it and it may get done in a very quick fashion, much quicker than you ever thought. And that will be wonderful. That will be what we call a miracle. (laughs) And they do happen, believe me. 
When you're doing a plan, most of the time, you have to work through a series of steps. So to make sure that you stay pretty close to on track, although leaving yourself room to improve things, it's very, very important to devise a way to track your own progress through the goal. Exactly. And that means you have to start breaking it into smaller pieces and manageable parts, which is what we demonstrated with making the cake. One step at a time, you're doing one portion of the goal. You have to give yourself time limits for achieving each part. Otherwise, you'll go horribly off track. Mm-hmm. And you have to limit the aspect of your goal that you're working on and focusing on at any given time, because we can only do so much at any given time. So you can't be placing the cake into the oven at the same time that you're mixing the ingredients. Right. You have to be focused on each part of what you're doing at the time that it needs to be done. And it's also important to make sure that you don't try to overproduce or overcommit. Mm-hmm. For example, if you're trying to take off some weight, you might decide that you're going to do specific things, like I'm going to eat this type of food for one week and I'm going to run every day, or I'm going to do exercise every day for a half hour. And then you just check those things off of your list, and you don't worry about how you're going to get to that end goal that's going to come way down the pathway when you're like maybe months from now. Right, right. Because that can be so intimidating. We watch the shows on TV where the people lose so much weight, and they have 80 pounds to lose, or 120, or 150 And if you start looking at that 150, it just overwhelms you. You don't even think you have the power to do it. So if you just look at the actions that you're going to take to implement this goal, then you're just checking off those accomplishments. Every time you do the action, you check it off and you give yourself a reward of some kind. Absolutely. And not food if you're on a diet. (laughs) (laughs) But give yourself some kind of reward that is meaningful and is special to you because that will keep you motivated. Now we need to take a break to thank our other sponsor of our show, and we'll be back in a second. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And we're back. So we have covered for you how to envision the dream and now how to actually begin thinking about writing it down one step at a time. How are you going to create it? This is just a way to start thinking about how you're going to write your goal down. And as I said, give everything a manageable time limit, every little aspect of how you're going to reach the goal. And when you get it all written down, that in and of itself is an achievement. Absolutely. It is so powerful. It is so motivating. And when you are writing it down, make sure that you don't let yourself get hung up by things that you really don't know how to do. So if your overall dream has components in it that you are not skilled in or you are not versed in at this particular moment, 
Don't stop your whole program and say, well, I guess I'm going to go have to learn all about electronics because I want to make this thing and it involves electronics. No, no, no. If you put that in your goal sheet as one of the goal items, as one of the step items of that overall goal, as one of your sub goals, there will be someone coming along who wants to join in with you and will take care of that because, man, that's their cup of tea. And that's where their knowledge base is. And they'll say to you, oh, no problem. That's a snap. I don't know how to do these other parts, parts that you do extremely well. Right now, the only thing you need to do is get it written down. (laughs) And remember, a goal is useless without a written plan for achieving it, complete with a timeline. Well, Kira, I think that's the end of our show for today. It is indeed, Bill. Bill and I do want to thank you for listening to our Happiness Experience podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute, the Happiness Experience podcast. There you'll also find all the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk podcast, the Healthy Tips podcast, the Love Stories podcast, and our two newest podcasts, the Happy Kids podcast, and today's podcast, the Happiness Experience. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcasts and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us your own happiness experiences so we can share them with our listeners on a future show. We'll even give you a plug. You can also like and message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kira and Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone. 